You are now entering the transit zone. Welcome back to The Transit Zone. I'm Peter Clark in Melbourne, Australia. Margot Kingston on the Mid-North Coast in New South Wales. And Tim Dunlop in Southbank. This is a special edition of The Transit Zone. As you know, this week we're interviewing the independent federal member for Indi, Dr Helen Haynes, about the Federal Integrity Commission. She's put a private member's bill in front of our federal parliament, but there's some breaking news, Margot. We were just about to record and Helen Haynes rang and said, Margot, Christian Porter is on the television now releasing the draft of the government's anti-corruption bill. So she was watching it. She's trying to get her head around it. It's, it's an entire draft bill that Christian Porter, the Attorney General, has had sitting on his desk since last December. So she's had to put it off. We're now interviewing her on Wednesday. We're just going to do a, a quick recording to let you know what we think has happened politically and what the government's strategy is for not having a federal ICAC bill by the end of the year. Helen Haynes' predecessor, Cathy McGowan, put together all the experts around Australia and came up with a Federal Integrity Commission bill and also a, a standards bill for politicians. She put that up in, in the last parliament. There's been increasing pressure, so much so that in, in mid-2018, Bill Shorten finally committed Labor to some sort of federal ICAC, although there were, there were no details. The pressure was such that Scott Morrison announced in December 2018 that he would have an anti-corruption commission, although it would be a lot weaker than the Helen Haynes bill. Public consultation on that proposal ended in February the 1st, and a draft bill got to Christian Porter's desk in December last year. Helen Haynes, I mean, obviously there's a lot of delay going on here, held a sort of community forum in, in Indi in February and came up with the Beechworth principles for an anti-corruption body. And she then consulted with Labor, Bob Catter, far right, Adam Bant, far left, and all the crossbenchers in between, Sharky Mayo, Zali Stegel, Warringah, and Andrew Wilkie in Tasmania. Basically, last year, the Senate passed a version of that bill. The government didn't take it up. So what happened is last week, Helen Haynes said, right, enough delay, here's my bill, I've got full support except for the coalition and I demand you bring it on for debate next month. So since then, it's become clear that there are a couple of backbenchers, it makes me think of the Banks Royal Commission in a way, a couple of backbenchers that were under enormous pressure from their constituency to do the people's work. This is very popular. Everyone knows that the system is corrupt and that politics is now dishonest. Everyone wants to clean it up except the government. So what they've done, and Dave Sharma previewed this last week, is they've all of a sudden rushed their bill out. So the idea is, this is what I think their idea is, they say, oh, we're not going to have debate Helen's bill. We'll put our bill up. It'll go down because it's too weak. Our backbenchers will be happy because the people think they're doing something. We'll send it up to the Senate. The Senate will knock it off because it's, it's too weak. And therefore, they have stopped the issue and they can start delaying again. The question is, what strategy does Helen Haynes adopt now? I fully understand that she couldn't come straight on the program because she's got to look through an enormous bill and go through her strategies and, and do mainstream media, but really looking forward to seeing where, what she comes up with by Wednesday and really want to see how the people can help our House, our Parliament, get this thing through by the end of the year because wouldn't it be a, a lovely thing to have at the end of a, of a terrible year? 
Margot, some of the questions we'll be asking Helen Haynes later this week here in the Transit Zone, comparing what the government is offering as part of their Commonwealth Integrity Commission and what Helen Haynes is proposing in her private member's bill for an Australian Federal Integrity Commission. Public versus private hearings is one important area. The public referrals, the retrospectivity of any new legislation, a code of conduct, a new code of conduct for politicians, and most importantly of all, what is the actual definition of corrupt, particularly as it relates to politicians and public servants? I was most interested in, and it'll be very interesting to see, to look at the detail of the government's bill to see how they deal with things like retrospectivity, public and private hearings, and as you say, that definition of corruption. I'd also be interested to know what sort of whistleblower protections are in there as well. That's got to be a big part of it too, but it's going to be kind of fascinating to see. It's such kind of dirty politics, isn't it? Just as Helen Haynes is getting this, her substantial bill up that they have come out with this, as you say, after such a long time, bringing out their own bill. And it does really seem about just trying to kill it before it gets anywhere. Or at worst, from their point of view, passing something that's actually pretty toothless. Oh, look, I, I, I don't think that there's any chance that, that this would be passed. I mean, I'm really interested now that, you know, we've got a private member's bill and we've got an, a government bill. First of all, are they going to bring it in straight away? Secondly, if they do... Will Labor say, oh, we'll just wedge wedge on this and, and not, not cooperate? And, and Helen Haynes and the crossbench seek to do substantial amendments to, to make it better. This is going to be a fascinating test of our parliamentary democracy and something that I just hope that a lot of people watch, learn the basics of how it works. Like what Helen was planning next month is to, is to put up a motion to suspend standing orders so that debate could be brought on straight away. She was going to do that early December. She had everyone except the coalition ready to support it. So what is the government's move now? Do they introduce their bill or, you know, what happens? But... Yeah, I mean, it'll be great to have her on after she had a couple of nights to think about her strategy going ahead to see how she wants to play it. It strikes me, Margot, that what Helen Haynes is also attempting to do is to reboot, if you like, the political culture towards pro-integrity and, of course, as part of that, anti-corruption, but also to induce some sort of new approach to ethics within our political culture. We'll talk to Dr Helen Haynes here in the Transit Zone on Wednesday and between the four of us we can unpack exactly what's going on within the bill and within the political process. Tim Muggo, thank you. Thank you. I'm Peter Clark in Melbourne, Australia for the Transit Zone team. We'll talk to you again here in the Transit Zone. Bye for now. You are now leaving the Transit, the transit Zone. zone.